Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, May 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Turkey's presidential election is too close to call. Twitter has got a new CEO, but how many strings is she going to be allowed to pull? And inflation in Argentina hit 109% last month, and the government's trying to get a lid on things before an election this autumn. Plus, sand is everywhere, but the FT's Kenza Bryan tells us there is still a shortage. This teeny tiny commodity that we don't really think about very much could be the factor that's causing construction costs to keep rising beyond what they should be. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Both Recep Tayyip Erdogan and his challenger Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu claimed to lead Turkey's presidential race. Turkey's state news agency said that President Erdogan got just under 50% of yesterday's vote, while Kılıçdaroğlu secured 45%. This was based on the count from 93% of the ballot boxes. Kılıçdaroğlu's allies objected to those figures and said the agency was using deceptive tactics. But if the figures hold true, Neither one would have secured enough votes to win the presidency outright, and it would force an unprecedented runoff election in two weeks' time. Elon Musk is trying to bring advertisers back to his social media site. So he's hired advertising heavyweight Linda Yaccarino to be Twitter's new CEO. She doesn't come from social media. She previously headed advertising at the U.S. entertainment giant NBC Universal. Here's the FT's Hannah Murphy on what Yaccarino is expected to do. So the hope is that Linda will come in and mend those relationships, will smooth over those tensions, and be able to bring back those ad dollars that Twitter have lost. Now, Elon's come and said, you know, as much as 50% of revenue has been lost um, as advertisers have pulled away. The hope is to get that back at a moment when the company's finances are pretty shaky and Musk has been undergoing a a pretty dramatic cost-cutting effort in order to right the ship. Now, even though Linda Yaccarino will be CEO, Hannah says Elon Musk is hardly stepping back. We've already seen Elon Musk himself come out and say that he's going to remain as Twitter's executive chair and chief technology officer, which means he'll be overseeing the product, engineering, software, systems operations, etc. So there's the suggestion that while Linda is there as a figurehead and also to mend those advertising relationships, Elon might still be pulling the strings behind uh, the scenes, particularly in terms of building the product in the direction that he wants it to go in. The decision-making about the future of what the platform looks like, the look and feel, the user experience, is really going to be more down to what Elon decides. Hannah Murphy is a technology correspondent for the FT. Central banks around the globe have been raising interest rates. We've been telling you about that. But Argentina's got a plan that will blow them all out of the water. Today, officials in Buenos Aires will announce measures to try and stave off the country's worst economic crisis in decades. They plan to raise interest rates 6%, not up to 6%. They're bumping rates 6% higher. So the new rate will be 97%. Argentina has been printing money to finance a large government deficit. That's driven up inflation, which last month hit 109 percent. 
If you're building a house, you might find that costs are jumping higher. Big infrastructure projects from China to Africa have driven up demand and created a shortage of sand. Sand is the most used natural material in the world, and it's critical not just for construction, but other major industries as well. To find out more, I'm joined by the FT's Kenza Bryan. Hi, Kenza. Hi there. All right, so I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. How can there be a shortage of sand? I mean, it's it's kind of everywhere, right? <laughs> well, the short answer is there isn't globally a shortage of sand. It's on our beaches, it's on our seabeds. But there's a shortage of sand available for construction, for manufacturing, and for some processes like fracking for oil and gas. Partly because all those processes need a certain quality of sand that you can't find everywhere. And partly because sand is actually expensive and difficult to extract in an environmentally friendly way. So how is this affecting projects around the world? I mean, you mentioned this big port project in Singapore in your story that you wrote. Well, to start with, it's become harder for places like Singapore to obtain the vast quantities of sand that they want and they need um, for these land reclamation projects to go ahead um, because a bunch of countries like Malaysia and Thailand and others have on and off in recent years been bringing in export bans on sand, at least on natural sand, which is the type that Singapore imports. Um, Because these countries have realised that First of all, they need sand for construction domestically. And also the export of natural sand can have massive repercussions in terms of flooding risk and safety and environmental concerns for their own people. Kenza, your your story also mentions illegal sand mining. How big of a problem is that? Yeah, so the UN has been warning for years uh, that most of the world's demand for sand is met by illegal sand mining. So one UN scientist told me sand's easy to grab. You have a shovel and a truck and you can improvise as an entrepreneur. It's almost the easiest thing you can sell illegally. And it's obviously very hard to trace. So then going back to prices, how is the cost of sand filtering down to consumers? What's interesting about sand is, as far as I know, there isn't one price that you can really track globally, partly because there are so many informal supply chains and ways to obtain sand. So we had to do a bit of detective work to figure out whether the cost of a single grain of sand. And what we found was that, for example, one sand miner from June plans to raise the price of sand products by up to a fifth. And it's said that that was because of a mixture of labor costs, transport costs, material costs, manufacturing costs. The higher price of sand and other commodities could be used as an excuse for construction companies to push up the price of building things beyond what you would expect, given that energy prices have been flattening out. That's the FT's Kenza Bryan. Thanks, Kenza. Thanks. Before we go, two extremely rare and unknown portraits by Rembrandt have been unearthed after 200 years. Experts at the auction house Christie's were doing a routine valuation of a private collection in the UK. When they discovered the portraits, they depict an elderly husband and wife. The two eight-inch portraits by the 17th century Dutch master have never been on public display. They'll go on sale in London this July with an estimated value of five to eight million pounds for the pair.
You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.